Hey guys, welcome to the second half of episode 27. You might notice it's going to start in a weird place because we weren't originally planning on splitting it up into two episodes, but I hope you enjoy our look at a couple of cards that are coming out in the latest expansion for Targon as we look at Freljord, Shadow Isles, and a few more cards um, that are specific to Targon. Okay, enjoy the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. So uh, we're going to get a new set. We got a bunch of stuff from Freljord. We're going to start piling our way through these. Um, these are some interesting ones. We got a new keyword called Behold. And then uh, basically, if if you're holding a card in hand that, it, that, reach, that reaches the prerequisite of the Behold, you'll you'll get a bonus so um let's start off faces of the old ones a a well let's do either you well it, behold you have to really look at, at what the cards are they're all the same but um a two mana zero two round start if you behold an eight plus card in hand gain an extra mana gem this round um my opinion my personal opinion is like this is more ramp but the the type of ramp that this is was the bad type of ramp that was in Freljord. Like, ramp has not proven to be really strong, and the, the, the three mana, or whatever, four mana, zero, three, that guarantees you a bonus mana without having to behold something, um, this is a two mana, zero, two that might not do anything for you. I agree. It's, it feels so bad. It You're, feels you so bad. You don't want to so play this bad. one, too. I don't want to play this ever. No, mm, no. This is bad. Honestly, this this all of these cards seem bad to me. This is my least, and I I love Freljord, so it pains me to say it, but I, this is the least interest. Well, okay, t I I think the two spells are interesting, both of them, but the mm -hmm. rest of it can just get lost. Yeah, let's just get through it. So a Troll Scavenger, we, we don't like Faces of the Old Ones, garbage card. Troll Scavenger is a two-mana 1-3 from Freljord. When I'm summoned, if you behold an 8-plus card, um, grant me plus 3, plus 0. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, okay, you could be a 4-3 without any stats if I have a card that's going to be dead in my hand for six more turns. Right. I don't want that. I never want that. I've never wanted that. And you're only a two mana four three. I don't understand. Like, if you were a two mana four three with overwhelm, like if you got overwhelm with behold, maybe. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, if you don't, you're a two mana one three. I'm thinking like even like the the robot that was like a, a two mana four three discard one that was always going to be a four three, and that very rarely saw play. Mm-hmm. And this will often be a, a two-mana 1-3. Yeah. Yep. Too conditional. Yeah, I don't like what Behold is asking. In these cases, what Behold is asking you to do before you ever get into the game. They're asking you to make a bad deck to ensure that you'll have something that's eight or more in your hand at the start of the game. It's like before you yeah. ever get to the game, your deck is bad. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Yep. DBA, DBA, you. you don't like the troll or troll scavenger either. I'm assuming. Oh, DBN isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I should have looked. Uh, okay, troll ravager. Let's move on. Is a four mana three five. When I'm summoned, if you behold an eight plus card, grant me regeneration. Still this, this... so bad. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. I I didn't like this one as much either. I guess I was thinking of the other troll that's coming up later. But um, three five four mana three five. It's okay, but it it's not not ideal. Behold, behold is just going to be a little weak. I think on the on the weaker side. You were thinking of Broadback Protector, I think. We'll, we'll look I that think it was Augur. Augur of the Old Ones. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, Troll Ravager, least, in, like, that might be the least impressed I am. Don't like it. Yeah. Any any yeah. thought on Troll Scavenger, Troll Ravager, DBN? Uh, no. Bad. Bad. Eight mana set, Uzgar uh, the mean, Ancient? Okay. I, I mean, Troll Scavenger, there's the chance that it's good, but it would need to be like, yeah, like a 4-4, four, 4-5 four, four, maybe even for it to be worth having a dead card in your hand on turn two. Yeah, that's what I was saying. What yeah, I said is uh, what I don't like about these cards is that they require you to build a bad deck before you ever... And then or to just have a bad draw. <laughs> yeah, or to hopefully yeah. have a bad card in hand. So obviously this next card is 8+, plus. so this could be one of the cards that could be dead in your hand for 6 turns after you play Troll Scavenger. It is an 8-mana 7-7 seven, seven with Regeneration and Challenger. I'd rather have... There's one from Noxus, right, that has Challenger and Overwhelm. It's like a 7-4. Savage Reckoner. Oh, yeah, I'd rather play Trindamir. Yeah, I'd rather play Trindamir. This card just seems vanilla. I'd rather mm -hmm. play Riptide Rex with Bilgewater. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather yeah. play Leviathan with Noxus. I, I'd rather I'd play, play Tusk Raider. Tusk Raider, for sure. I'd yeah. rather play this. That's just the definition of this card. Is if this, Okay, if this card had Challenger, Regen, and Overwhelm, I'd be hyped about it. Yeah. Yep. But it doesn't have overwhelm. Even no in overwhelm. the even in the behold deck that this is built for, I don't play this card. Nope. You play something else. Yeah, you, you never if play I, this card. Like you consider. Oh, and now here's the other thing, though. Like behold could be a spell, so you could play like the battle rage or whatever that thing's called, the eight mana Trendomir spell with plus was it plus eight plus four? Like yeah. theoretically, you could play a spell that goes with with it and then theoretically it could also come down early with spell mana but um yeah no <laughs> you don't play that you just don't play this yeah you don't uh, play so this what i don't think troll chant this I mean, is so easy yeah regen is is a good car is a good uh keyword but it has to be around long enough in the game for you to get the value from it which is why the difference between it being on Garen and being on this thing is Garen is going to be out wait three turns earlier. Mary, Mary Wallace Storm says it needs overwhelm, tough, and deep. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> to be playable. Let's give it every keyword. Let's just give it all. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Let's move on. Uh, I'm going to go call the, the, I think the best one's Troll Chance. So let's do Call the Wild. Call the Wild is a three mana burst spell um, for the top four, the top four cards of your in your deck. Um, draw each Yeti, Poro, or Elnook, then shuffle the rest into your deck. Um, interesting, this text goes the whole way down onto the symbol. 
um, for Freljord and makes it hard to read. Um, this is this is funny. Like the artwork on it is really cool because it has like uh, pictures drawn of them uh, of those three yeah. types. I you know there's probably never a deck where I'm playing Yetis, Poros, and and Elmooks in it. But there's gonna Not be yet no. But there's gonna be memes that play this card and play Yetis, Poros, and Elmooks in it. Right. This is like. I, I like that they made this card for because for people who are content creators, YouTubers, streamers, this is like their golden ticket, right? They're yeah. gonna use this card to make goofy decks. And then every yeah. game the game needs that. We need those types well, of cards. And you know, with like the trappers and with the Yeti yearlings, you could be drawing one mana five fives. So Well, sure. I mean, in it the best place for this, right, is in a purely Yeti deck that is potentially a three-mana burst, draw four yetis. Yeah, that's a lot of yetis, though. <laughs> I mean, it's never going to happen, but... It's never going to... No, this, this this is a meme <laughs> card, but it's a fun one. I agree. I, I just... It's a... Yeah. Cool. Meme, but fun. Yeah. 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 Troll yeah. Chant might be the best because it's a, it's a combat trick. It's a two-mana burst. Give an ally uh, plus zero, plus two, and give an enemy minus two, minus zero. This might be one of my favorite cards that's been revealed because it is it's very versatile in the fact that you can pay for two mana on a burst speed, you can trick two trades. Yep. That's insane. Or one big trade. One big trade or two trades. Yeah. Because if if you look at it, like if you give something plus four plus four, it's virtually the same as giving your yourself two health and them minus two. It's not the exact same, but it's it's kind of like if you play it all in one trade, it kind it can have a very similar impact to Fury of the North. Could, not yeah. wall, not always. Like you you don't get a. Like you're not lowering their health and boosting your attack, right? It it is very similar to Fury of the North in terms of survival, right? It's it's a four point swing in survival for your character, not in also killing it, but it's two less mana as well. And then it also has the versatility to impact and potentially win you two trades, which is nuts to me. I think Trolltrant is a very strong card. It will almost certainly see play in a lot of Frailure decks that want to win trades, which is all of them. Yeah, I think this probably goes in. So there's two interesting parts of this. One, I don't know how prevalent this will be with Elixir of Iron as its competitor, hmm. because for yeah, because you get it, you you get an extra effect for one more mana, no doubt. Okay, but one mana is big. <laughs> uh, one mana, you know, to two mana, and if you only need to trick one trade, then this is kind of overkill, right? Yeah. Um, it, the other thing is you do have to have an ally to give the minus two attack, uh, which means if you have an empty board and they're swinging your face, you can't just minus two their attack to save yourself a couple of points. That's a very rare situation. I just noted that the wording was too interesting. Yeah. However, you know what the cool upside with this is, uh, is you can go with the, um, uh, calling strike. So it kind of already has a little bit of synergy whereby a lot of Frostbite uh, cards you tend to use uh, alongside something like Culling Strike like Brittle Steel. Uh, but this has the flexibility to also be something that can minus two their power enough for you to snipe it with a Culling Strike. Um, I don't know. I think it's a really cool card. I just don't think it's going to supplant 
the other two cheap burst tricks, Brittle Steel and Elixir of Iron. Yeah, that's fair. You took all the wind out of my sails. Sorry, bud. And so many wind in my troll chant sail. Hey, I could be wrong. I'm oh. frequently wrong, so <laughs> what's new? Jeff, any any thought on troll chant? Uh, yeah. Deviant said it all. No, you both have said it all. <laughs> uh, it'll see play. I think it'll see play. But Elixir of Iron is really, really good, so it's really hard to replace that. Yeah, that's yep. true. Elixir of Iron is really strong. Really, really strong. Uh, Jeth, why don't you move us on to the next set of cards, the last of the Freljord, and actually we get a Targon card in that as well, so mostly, fra- oh, we got two Targon cards in there, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, why yeah. don't you, why don't you tell us about this, take us through this next set of cards. Sure, uh, let's, let's start with Trundle, I suppose. Um, sure. Five mana, uh, Regeneration. Force six. When I'm summoned, create an ice pillar in hand. Level up. I've seen you play ice pillar. Uh, (laughs) I should have thought of this before I started this one. Eight mana (laughs) ice pillar. Uh, Vulnerable. Play. Refill eight mana. Play and round start. Give the strongest enemy vulnerable this round, and it's zero attack, eight health. Yep. Um, and then Trundle's level up uh, is uh, when I'm summoned, create a an ice pillar in hand, attack, grant me plus one, plus zero for each eight plus cost card you behold. So whether it's on in your hand or on the field. Uh, and he's a 5-7 after level up. Yeah, noticeably does pick up Overwhelm. Yes, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, does pick up Overwhelm. And much cooler artwork. Yes. You think so? I love the, I love the leveled up artwork. I love I like it. Level, I like the level one artwork. Okay. I like them both. Yeah, they're they're both good. They're neither of them are bad. I like I like level two. He looks like he like a nutball coming at you. What is that's true? This big <laughs> like he's a crazy person. Uh, first thought uh that Trundle's the best behold card. Um, and I probably play him in my deck. I actually like Ice Pillar. I think Ice Pillar is super fun and super cool and very strong, and something you definitely want to get rid of quick. Um and it's cool that you play it and it costs you nothing really other than the your opponent gets to interact, you know, because you're immediately getting your eight mana back, which I think is cool. And I don't think that it makes I don't think Trundle makes behold decks any good, um, but I think that he is cool as a card. A five mana four six with regen is not easy to get rid of. It really isn't. Six health is very difficult to get rid of, and then regen is very hard to get rid of. Garen is even oftentimes hard to get rid of at this point with only five health and regen. So um, that that's that's important because he'll often live until you can play Ice Pillar. And then, you know, once he's leveled up, 
I don't know, like Ice Pillar is good on its own. Like it, it's just your opponent has to deal with that. Otherwise, you're going to solidify the board. And a 5-7 with Overwhelm is is that keeps getting, you know, more attack because he's, he's going to be guaranteed if you've played Ice Pillar to be a 6-7 a with Overwhelm. And he can attack your opponent's vulnerable creature. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I, I like Trundle as a card. I don't like the deck that they want him to go in, but I like Trundle. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely like him. I like the art and stuff. Uh, it, it, he'll probably just not fit into a Behold deck, and he might just be ran in good stuff. Freljord, maybe? It's hard to say what he's gonna, what's going to really happen. Yeah, the issue with him and good stuff is that there's already so many other great champs for good stuff, Freljord. It, that's true. Very true. Uh, I mean, you could theoretically go for like a Trundle Sejuani. I, I actually... I actually feel like Trundle might be a control card. Hmm. Um, because Ice Pillar's strength is that it hands out vulnerable to things so you can go kill them, right? Um, and the eight defense, you can still block with it, right? It yeah. has vulnerable, so opponents can go after it, no doubt. Um, but you can also throw it down as a block. Um and Trundle himself, the region makes him extremely sticky. I mean, I, look, I'm not saying it is a control card. I'm just saying I, I don't know if I see this outclassing, you know, like a Sejuani kind of build. And I also just don't really see Trundle Sejuani being maybe no. quite as good. They kind of want to achieve weirdly similar things with handing out vulnerable but like i don't know how good like like are you taking trundle and combining it with frostbite ideally you don't need to because you'll regenerate the damage that you take when you attack um mm -hmm. it's he's hard to process that's for sure uh and i just kind of see him as being maybe just a later game kind of He's a mid-game card. He can come down on five, but he does give you more of a win condition. Hmm. I, I, Mark's right, though. I think Behold is garbage. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. So <laughs> I just don't. So, but so really, Trundle's attack. That's the other thing. Like his leveled up attack bonus, like attack Grammy plus one for each eight plus card you behold, like. It's just the ice pillar most of the time. <laughs> sure. But, <laughs> I mean, but maybe but maybe you run Tusk Raider. Maybe, maybe you run a Tusk Raider. Trundle says Tusk Raider. You have a little bit of redundancy at eight. Tusk Raider gives you some longevity. Yeah, but I don't – like my thing is is that like I don't know that I – like okay, so like maybe you do run Tusk Raider. And I, see, I think I play this in Trundle Sejuani, right? Because I get my Trundle leveled up at eight by playing ice pillar it regens eight mana gives you vulnerable i smack your three creature that got vulnerable with trundle that now has overwhelm and i'm guaranteed to be a six seven right i'm guaranteed to be a six seven on attack ideal damage then i play tusk raider get us a juani and double double the attack and health now i'm pulling a 10 14 trundle that's giving me another ice pillar the next time i play one like i just feel like he with sejuani and tusk raider like really do build a 
a pretty nasty combination because he's getting damage through. He's activating the plunder. Um, I, I actually like him over because I have always found that Ash Sejuani kind of wants to do two different things. Like Ash is a completely different win con inside of Sejuani and the deck really wants to work towards doing, you know, points of damage and then getting Sejuani on the board. And Ash is kind of like this weird thing that Sejuani kind of helps in it. And sometimes they're trying to do two different things. So I think that Trundle, I think I would try Trundle over Ash at least a little bit. You know, notably too, um, it does have the Overwhelm uh there on the leveled up form which is pretty that's the good thing about trundle is it is pretty easy to level up it the the wind the level up conditions right there yep you know as soon as it hits turn eight trundle levels up if he's still alive yeah um i will i will say though like i just don't know how you're getting there right now um because the new cards are so underwhelming um i i guess I guess you could like I see I I'm tempted to want to put like Trendemir in here, uh, and just have a bunch of beefcake overwhelmed sticky guys <laughs> in the late game. Sure, uh, and you can then get a couple beholds and stuff. But really, I think whatever Trundle pairs with, I don't think it's going to be. I, my gut tells me it's not going to be a Frailyord. Interesting. Another Frailyord champ. My gut tells me it's going to be something else in a different faction. Hmm. But that's a lot of things. That's a lot of choices. So yeah, I haven't gone. Th- I haven't gone through them and looked for what it would be. Fizz <laughs> always fizz. No, not going to be fizz. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on. And let, let's uh, unless Jeff, you have another thought about Trundle. Nope, I don't. Uh, it'll be interesting what where he gets played. Yeah, I don't think it'll be behold necessarily. Me neither. Hmm. Okay, take us on to the next card. Oh, uh, yes. Sorry, lost it. No, that's uh, okay. Let's let's do uh, Augur of the Old Ones. Okay. Play, uh, sorry, six mana, five, five. Uh, play, if you behold a an eight plus cost card, grant an ally, overwhelm, and regenerate. And it has overwhelm and regenerate, so you're granting it to a different card. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the one I really like, because uh, you could just, that thing that we were talking about earlier, uh, many of those things that we said, this is bad, but it needs overwhelm. Uh, we can do that with this card. Um, and it's grant, so it's permanent too. So I think this could potentially be really good. Yeah, and it comes down the turn after Trundle, which is important because tr- you don't have to have a bad card in hand the whole game. You play, yeah. you play yeah, yeah, Trundle, yeah. get Ice Pillar in hand, then you can play this, and behold, works, because it's being played after Trundle. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, cool. I, I mean, the only thing I don't like about this is that you don't really want to curve it after Trundle because you're giving Trundle something he already has. Sure. So you want to play it after Trundle, but not right after Trundle. And as soon as you start looking at all these scenarios where, like, there's the, the, the more precise of a window you want to play a card in, generally the more you'll end up cutting it when you when you start, you know, tinkering with the deck. <laughs> uh, so I just don't. I, this card, 
I, if anything, maybe it doesn't go. Maybe it's a combo card. I just something about this irritates me. But you know what? Although you know what doesn't irritate me is it being another card with regeneration. Regeneration is really tough on the most you know the more popular control decks. Um, just because they can't like whittle it down, uh, you have to really get it one go. So I mean. I, I, if anything, you know, forcing the meta to shift more in a way where you've got like vengeances and whatnot, like, um, that's cool to me. I know that's a weird thing to say that that's cool, but no, no, <laughs> I understand. Um, yeah, just none of these Freyard cards. I, I, they're disappointing to me. So I guess I really should stop talking about them. Augur the old ones. I'm going to use it in my Swole Squirrel deck and give my Swole Squirrel an enormous attack and then overwhelm. Okay. Hmm. That's my yeah. last thought on Augur of the old ones. Cool. I'm. I think. I think maybe with Vi. What do you think of that? DBN. Uh, Challenger, tough, overwhelm. Uh, and that could be interesting. And tough, yeah. And and uh, regen, yeah. Regen, yeah. Maybe. I mean, sure. maybe. I mean Vi I is uh, Vi is viable. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to have something like a. Uh, the problem is then, right? The only way it becomes viable is if you can behold something, and if you can't behold it, this card is just a six mana five five with overwhelming regen, and Trundle ensures that you'll have something to behold in your hand from turn five if you can play him. But then you're gonna hope that you're gonna have what like well, a flash of brilliance sitting in hand. Yep, or Karina. There's Karina. really not that many. Uh... PNZ stuff. Maybe you're yeah. maybe you're playing like progress day. Yeah, progress day. Progress That's what day. I meant. That's what meant was progress day. Maybe maybe you're playing like um, I don't know, like Trindamir in in it with Vi, like Trindamir Vi, and Trindamir could trigger Augur. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. That's hard. Trindamir spell maybe the Battle Fury. With, yeah. Uh, Vi. Crazy. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Just yeah. Okay, well, let, let's move on to the next ones. We, we right. still have a lot of cards to look at tonight. Yep, yep. Uh, Trundle's Icequake. So this is Trundle's spell. Uh, eight mana. Give all units minus three this round. Minus three attack. Deal three to all units. Shuffle a Trundle into your deck. Um, <laughs> uh, it's bad. I, I don't like this card. It's slow, by the way. Yeah, I don't this like card this card. Needed to have dealt like five damage. And also, why? Why are you lowering things attack by three and dealing three damage? I may maybe just like and doing it to your own units. Right. Yeah. This for one more mana, kill everything. This is <laughs> this is and bad. play Shadow Isles. <laughs> This is bad. That's yep. a bad card. It's a bad card. It's a really this bad is card. A well, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, though. Okay. <laughs> don't, All right. Don't try. You can't come up with a solution to this. This becoming suddenly. No, but I will say dealing three to all units isn't as bad when literally everything has regeneration. There, I said it. Uh huh. So I think that's the mm. idea behind it. Oh, okay. But so it, like you, your, your stuff all has regen and more than three elf. And theirs don't. I still don't like it. Yeah. Okay. I still don't like it either. Mm, I'm not playing it. Me neither. 
I'll, I'll only play it if I have Trundle in on the board and I have to, and I'm going to die that round. Yep. Which, if I'm going to die that round, I probably can't play a slow spell. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I doubt Probably it. true. Well, okay. Uh, yep. Next. Yep. Next one. Uh, let's do revitalizing roar. Slow spell seven mana. Pick a unit in your hand to reveal. Heal your nexus by its power. Enlightened. Reduced its cost to zero. Um, so you're going to show your opponent, hey, I got Trindamir here. I'm going to heal myself eight. And if I'm on turn 10, then I reduce its cost to zero? Then Trindamir is free, and Revitalizing War pays for itself. Yeah, sure. yeah that's the best case, I think. Revitalizing Roar on after turn 10 is basically free. Yes. Up to turn no, 10, I mean, it's a if huge you're tempo if you're playing loss. big stuff, if you're playing big stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that this card's. I mean, I I'd rather play Catalyst of Aeons and get to turn ten faster. And heal three. Don't like this mm -hmm. card. Yeah, me yeah. neither. You can't even use it on the Ice Quake because it has to be a unit, of course. Don't like this card. Don't like it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No, no and it doesn't All even right. work with the behold stuff because it's seven mana instead of eight. Yep. Don't like it. Uh, all right, that brings us to broad-backed protector, four mana, two seven. This is in Targon. Uh, round start. Heal your nexus three. Deal damage to me equal to the amount healed. Uh, which I I I don't see the immediate applications to this this is your you're just going to heal from this guy which you get maybe three heals if you're lucky mm, it's it's a control card for Targon right it's saying if, yeah. if if you aren't pressuring me on turn four I play a four mana two seven if you are pressuring me on turn four I heal some and get a body yeah I wonder if it overheals. Does it does it just die, lose health, three uh, health, if you're at twenty already? I I don't know how that works actually. It's equal to the amount healed. It should not do that. No, no. So if you're at twenty, this okay. is a four mana two seven. If you're okay. not at twenty, if you're at seventeen, this is a four mana two four, plus you heal three. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. This so, card bores me. <laughs> I, this card's interesting to me. This card's interesting to Ugh. me, and I will probably mess around with it in Targon. It's kind of like I, you know what the like it would I would interest me a lot more at three mana though. This this is the exact type of card I hate. I don't like cards that damage themselves. I don't like cards that I can't get the same result out of them every game. Like I just yeah I. Yeah, it, it mm. don't like nope. it. Don't it's like overall it. Disc and I don't even like the art. I can't really. And I don't like the is. stat line. The art's kind of yeah. I, I can't really. You can't really see what's going on there. I wonder what the full screen art looks like. If that's any better. Yeah. Sometimes that makes things better. Sometimes it does. Maybe. Last card. I want to see. Set. Um. Oh god. 
Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say uh, I want to see what happens when you uh, do a ritual of renewal if it just destroys this card immediately. Wait, what's ritual renewal? It's a it's the Ionia uh, heal yourself seven. Yeah. Uh, oh. I think this is not deal your damage to yourself uh, whenever you get healed. I think it only goes off of the heal that he does. No, it's it's round start. Yeah, round oh, start. Oh, oh, heal yeah, your okay. next, yeah. So I think if you heal yourself from something else, it won't damage him. Oh, wait. I was thinking this was a play. That's even weirder. That it's round start, so it keeps happening. Yeah, but yeah. you don't get it guaranteed. I mean, most I I mean most of the time he's living t- at least one turn because of the seven defense. Yeah. yeah. But it's also not something you can play in a desperation bid when they're about to attack. Just feels like a card that can die in too many ways now. Feels like a yeah. card that doesn't do enough on turn four. That also feels true. Turn four, you, turn four, you need to, you, turn four, you need to be winning the board or flipping the board. This doesn't help you win any board. Congratulations. You helped me not <laughs> die as early. You wait. It's a waste of four man on four. I, ah, Give me a it's, withering it's okay. whale or grasp of the undying. We the don't like this. That... <laughs> yeah. Do not like for... it. But for good reasons. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the last card in the set. We still have three sets right. of cards left. <laughs> Resplendent Stellicorn. Five mana. Four, five from Targon. Uh, play. Heal an ally and your Nexus three. I, I think I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got it right. Uh, so what the, these two cards are telling me, I'm seeing heals, uh, which a lot of people are theorizing that this is leading up to Soraka, which immediately after Trundle, we were thinking, oh, we're going to get some more Targon cards and some more healing cards. But then we didn't, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. Um, so I'm predicting later on in the the set, not this particular expansion, but this set, we will see Soraka with something to do with healing. Uh, from what I'm understanding, that's that's pretty much what she is all about. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely the case. But other than that, I don't really... these. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else to talk about these guys. <laughs> yeah, this isn't my favorite card. It does make sense. Soraka has a unicorn horn, too, and this is like a unicorn-type creature. Um, but it's not thrilling... And I don't think it will see play. Targon I mean, Turn turn five is the time when you need to reinforce a board state. Uh, and it's likely that you'll have an injured creature. But I don't know if that's if healing an ally is enough to make this worth a deck slot. So I don't think it will me. be. Yeah, it it's a pass for me. I actually think it's a decent draft card, but yeah. Okay. We're on lightning round. Are you guys okay with lightning round? Sure. Okay. Let's Let, let's lightning round through the remaining remaining cards. If there's one that we want to fit. We'll talk about the champion a little bit more focused, but we're just going to kind of give like a quick 
couple line and then thumb up or thumb down nothing longer than like 30 seconds um we're moving on to shadow isles and nightfall this is uh you get a bonus um if it is not the first card that you play in a round a uh, quick take on nightfall my take on nightfall is it's negative i don't like i do not think the nightfall keyword is super strong don't like it thumbs down for me It, I like it. I like the idea. It's plot, basically, from Tessel. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Oh. Jeff, yeah, you, you really yeah, like yeah, it? Yeah, I like it. I okay. like it enough. I, I don't like Doom Beast. Uh, okay. I think these cards are pretty weak, actually. But I like the concept of Nightfall. I'm hoping that it's going to be... More cards are going to be better than this. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, I think Nightfall is a perfectly fine mechanic. I don't think a lot of people saying Nightfall's weak. What they mean is these cards are weak. Fair, um, fair, fair, and, fair. Yeah, and so I also think it's something that uh, the cheaper the Nightfall cards are, the better they are because um, you can play them aggressively and you're more likely to play multiple cards in one round. I think it also is one that I would be naturally inclined to want to play with Bilgewater, play some warning shots, get some plunders, get the nightfalls you know leading with something like warning shot is makes this makes nightfall really easy to accomplish so that's true that's fair that's fair i didn't think about that that's fair yeah i i, I agree nightfall is not necessarily bad um but the cards that we've seen for it are not great so I mean, remember remember how good the plot cards were in aggro halalu and tessel yeah really good yeah, that's true. That's true. Some of them are really incredible. So, okay. So, uh, the onlooker, the Stagan onlooker, uh, one mana, two, one. Um, Nightfall, give me plus two, plus zero, and fearsome this round. So, it is a one mana, four, one with fearsome for a round. Um, I don't think this is good. Because you're, you're on one, it's a one mana, two, one. And we're going to see that car some decks are getting some crazy like there's much better turn one plays and mm -hmm. on turn two if you played a one drop and this like you're gonna really be emptying out your hand just to get a four one with this might be the best of the nightfall options but not my not still don't think it's good thumbs down for me yep not not super great uh i would like to see like a combo deck with way play like three of these out and then uh something else that makes the other board really like can't block it but that's that's pretty meme uh Fierce, yeah that's about it fearsome is good in the early game fearsome is good for aggro which we've already talked about maybe being the way nightfall is intended to be played as an aggro strategy uh i think the stygian onlooker shouldn't have this round attached to it and i still don't think it would be that that strong i think it'd be played but i don't think it would be broken if the buff was permanent because you just literally can't play it on turn one unless you play a zero mana spell which is now committing two of your cards like two two cards on turn one um so mm -hmm. i i think stygian onlookers should not have this round attached to it i don't think the card's particularly good yep i agree with that uh doom beast three mana three two uh nightfall drain two from your enemy's nexus It, I don't, I don't see it being worthwhile. Yeah, maybe I, at I, the end. 
it, it needs reach. It needs face reach. Or yeah. Shadow Isles needs this, but yeah. um, I don't think it's going to change all that much. Well, I don't think there's going to be a new burn deck created from this. Oh, I I don't think this is an aggro card. Maybe I mean anything that does burst from hand. I Could mean, be. Like, think about like Camlorn, uh, what hero, you know. Mm-hmm. three mana four two that you only just played because it dealt two to the face i mean if you get enough burst you can do you know this is something that can do that um however i mean think about how some shadow isles decks would theoretically want to play dead bloom wander but the toss is irrelevant for them mm-hmm. um and kind of pointless uh and maybe even hurts them because they need some of those like they they'd hate to burn their ruination right and they'd hate for their opponent to know that they burned their ruination right Mm -hmm. so doom beast is kind of an alternative like a cheap uh creature that in the late game heals you too but you can also just slam down for the bot the board presence in the body (laughs) i i don't hate doom beast i don't i just i haven't decided yet if it's gonna go in anything but on the surface i i do think it's a isolated a good enough card to see niche play yeah that's fair i don't like it I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm sensing a trend. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like it. I, I just think it's weak. Um, Dusk Rider, five mana, fearsome, two five. Uh, Nightfall, get me plus one plus zero for each activated Nightfall this game. Uh, each time you've activated Nightfall this game, I'm like, this is another one where I'm like, no, it's it's often going to be a five mana, three five with fearsome. Right. Like that's Dude, frequently this start be. at this should start at five five. Yeah, like I don't understand this card. Like unless we're getting a crazy amount of more nightfalls, like this is so often a five mana three five with fearsome, and it's so bad because you're just you're gonna have no cards in your hand if you're trying to nightfall two or three times before you get to turn five. You you'd have no cards. You wouldn't be able to have this card in your hand, and you have to nightfall to get it. So you have to play two cards. Which means you can't even do this on turn five. This card's bad. It's just compare bad. this. Just compare this with Legion General. Five mana, four four fearsome, that has plus one plus one for each unit you've stunned or recalled this game. By the time you get to turn five, you've probably done about the same number of nightfalls as you have stuns or recalls, and that one grows its defense as well, and it starts at four attack. This card's trash. It's. I think it's terrible. Or even uh, Trifarian Shieldbreaker, which is a five mana six five with fearsome. It's yeah, like at, at best, Dusk Rider is that card, and that card doesn't see play. So yeah, Dusk Rider is, is El Garbo. So bad, so bad. Oh, it's cool yeah. artwork too. That's what hurts me. The artwork's so <laughs> cool, and it's yeah. so bad. Um, it's so bad. Passage unearned. Uh, fast spell obliterate all units that were summoned but not played this round. That is an interesting card. It's not good, but it's interesting. I hate this card. <laughs> and I hate this card because I don't like the design direction it is suggesting. This is a silver bullet tech meta, de- completely meta dependent silver bullet card. If a, if a car if a deck ever shows up that only relies on summons or relies heavily on summons, people start playing this and it ruins that deck in the meta. Not through comparable power level, not through good balance adjustment, but because there's a card out there that that just Beats ruins it. it. I, I I do not like this design direction at all. It is heavily concerning for me. 
Interesting. Yeah, this this counters harrowing, which is it's true. The big one, the big one. Um, I'm not that uh, opposed to it as DBN is, but uh, I don't see it being super useful in most metas. But like you said, it it'll destroy that one deck if that deck is actually ever good in well, a particular I'm... meta. You the the thing the issue with that is that um. If this is a digital card game, you don't need to balance that way. If a card's a problem, you can remove that card. Yeah. If a card's a problem, you can you know adjust and tune that card. You don't need to put silver bullets into a game uh, that's digital like this, where you can digitally adjust the cards. So I, I really don't like this this card. I think, although I actually kind of like the art. So yeah, the art is cool. Yeah. It's very Shadow Isles, Lovecraftian looking. I I'm not as passionate about like the design, the design direction, as long as they aren't planning on creating decks that summon a bunch of stuff. Um, it does limit design space, and I I I hadn't thought of that too much. Um, I actually was just like, wow, they must really not want Elnooks to ever be played, ever become popular again, um, because like Rex Elnook. Um, well, I mean, you I think didn't about... think about harrowing. If this card had existed during the Elnick days, people would have played it just for that matchup. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Which yeah. I think, I mean, that's a crummy way to, to build a deck. You you don't, as the deck builder, you don't want to feel like you have to do that. As the player, you hate that your opponent literally put a card in just on the chance that they queued into you and your deck, you know, and you don't need to do that. So, well, here, here's the reality, though. Let's just let's just be honest. That, that's ne that's not going to happen. Not we've seen in this game that that doesn't happen based off of Purify. Purify is the perfect answer to They Who Endure. They Who Endure was the most powerful deck on the on the ladder. It's been that for a couple times now, and still we never see Purify played because it's it's a two mana burst. I don't agree with that assessment. Uh, because I did see some Purify being played. Purify is also pretty flexible of a card. Um, it's really not a silver bullet. It just happens to be good against They Who Endure. Okay, fair, um, fair, fair. And I also do feel like They Who Endure had other weaknesses, like meta weaknesses, that you could play a deck that was good against They Who Endure. So I don't know if that's a completely fair analysis. Oh, that, okay, yeah, I, 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 I get that. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, last one in this set, uh, Encroaching Shadows, four mana burst, uh, give all allies in deck in hand, plus two, plus two, and ephemeral. All allies in deck in hand, plus two, so not, no, it'd be all champs and well, right, plus two, plus two, and ephemeral. Meme, right? Meme? I, I like yeah. it, I like it, but I think it's kind of a meme -y card. It could be really strong. <laughs> Uh, elusives comes to mind pretty easily. And but... it lasts for the rest of the game. Yep. Yeah. yeah, everything in your deck in hand forever is plus two, plus two, and ephemeral. You either need to know that the cards in your hand are going to close out the game by not living, aka elusive, or you need to have ways to remove ephemeral, aka like a death mark or something, mm -hmm. or... You need to have enough card draw, and this is what I'm thinking of, enough card draw to make it so that you can refill the board and push damage every turn after playing this card. Yeah. Um, th something like uh, Pool Shark and uh, Sleight of Hand, or not Sleight, is it Sleight of Hand? Which, whichever the ones. 
pick a card, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It shuffles a card into your deck and draws, draws three fleeting the next fleeting. turn. Yeah, stuff like that where you're like drawing a ton of cards, playing down things that are very aggressive and can push damage through. Um, so I, I don't... I think this card will be in a in a in a tiered deck. You know, I think this card, but I, I don't think it'll be a meme. It may not be a meme for a while, but I think eventually this will be a competitive, a semi-competitive card. Probably not like a meta stomping list or meta defining list, but it, I think this is good enough to, to be played. Yeah. Okay. Any closing thoughts, Jeff, on, uh, on Nightfall? Uh, no, no. Okay. Well, I've got another one here anyways. <laughs> another what? <laughs> another nightfall here anyways. <laughs> uh yes. Uh so let's 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 look at uh, I guess it's not called nightfall. Right? What was that? Encouraging shadows. That's what I meant. Um Oh, I see, yeah. I, I meant closing thoughts and encouraging shadows. Yeah, so we do have another one. Uh let's move on to the last cards from Shadow Isles. Nocturne is the new champion, a four mana five three with fearsome, and has nightfall grant an enemy vulnerable and give enemies minus one, minus zero this round. And uh you've attacked uh with five plus nightfall allies. You level up. When you level up, you're a four mana six four with fearsome allies. Uh, other allies have fearsome, and when you play a unit, give enemies minus one minus zero this round. So he's constantly debuffing your opponent's board, um, while uh, also you know four mana five three with fearsome as his base really is not bad. Um, I don't think that I'm not in. I'm not super impressed by Nocturne, no matter how cool I think he is. I'm like, I'm like a, I'm not a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Like he might be good enough just straight up because we just don't have a four mana Shadow Isles aggressive tool. Do we? Uh, I mean, our champion at four mana is, I mean, we have, we have three mana. We have Callista. You have Elise, you have Callista. Yeah. And then you have uh, Maokai. So... Nocturne kind of fits in there. Yeah. Maybe like uh maybe like a fearsome list that runs uh Callista and Nocturne. And yeah, isn't super focused Elise on Nightfall. Is fearsome as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if anything, Elise being a cheaper creature to pair with Nightfall cards. Um hmm. You know, I I actually think Nocturne is interesting. I think the level up requirement's a little steep. Yeah, I don't think but, it's ever gonna happen. Uh, yeah, because you know, if it was trigger Nightfall five times, I might say yeah. But attacking with five plus Nightfall allies is just a little harder to to really realize. Um, Although it does level up in your hand, I, I don't know. Maybe there's some more Nightfall cards that will get, like, because they did that in the Bilgewater set. There were some cards that didn't get previewed that just dropped, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we're like, and like really impactful ones, some of them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And everyone's like, wait, what was this card? Where was this in the previews, you know? <laughs> but um, I really love the leveled up Nocturne, though. I, I, I really adore that. It's really pushing the fearsome archetype which I've said time and time again, I love fearsome and I hate elusive. And a lot of people are kind of one or, you know, 
they kind of lump them together. Some people do, but I, I think fearsome is just a really excellent mechanic. Whereas elusive, I think is a very poor mechanic. Um, and I've talked about it ad nauseum, but, um, I like the support for wanting to play a lot of fearsome units and Nocturne being that thing that can say the more things I summon to my side, mm-hmm. the less you're able to block the The more terrifying minions I summon, the more terrified you are, <laughs> you know, which is really the theme of Nocturne from LOR, uh, LOL too. I have no context for that, so. <laughs> well, uh, so like Nocturne's ultimate is he cuts everybody's vision, so you don't, you can't see anything, and then he zooms to you, um, and so it's kind of like that, right? Like he's hmm. he he's making all of your allies kind of like scary because you, he's cutting off all of your vision. Oh wow, that's actually pretty cool. Um, so I think they did a really good job thematically with this card. Yeah. And I do like the the spell that comes with Nocturne. Yeah, well, uh, Jeff, do you have an, uh, a comment on Nocturne or a thought about Nocturne? This is why I really want Nightfall to be good, because I really want to play this card so bad, and I want it to be good. <laughs> I He's just want really Fearsome. Cool. I just want Fearsome to come back a little bit more. Yeah. I, I do miss the Mistrace. I Mistrace the Mistrace meta. <laughs> just a little, a little bit. Yeah, I do too. Mist Wraith was a cool was a cool meta. Fearsome was a fun, fun deck to play. But un- Unspeakable Horror is the spell that goes with Nocturne. It's a two-mana fast spell. Drain one um, from anything and shuffle Nocturne into your deck. But if you Nightfall, you create a random Nightfall card in hand as well, which is interesting. This could be really good. Yeah. Yeah, it'll replace itself in hand with a card. I mean, and it could replace itself with itself with a copy of Unspeakable Horror. That's a, there's a chance for that. So do it's you an alternative to Vile Feast? Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Do you play this over Vile Feast? Sometimes. With some decks. Yeah. I mean, obviously not in the least decks. Sometimes you play both. It's probably true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a drain ping that replaces itself. I, I really like this because I love because Vile Feast is such an integral like card for the way the faction is being played. And this is just straight up saying, I want to compete with Vile Feast. I want you to have to choose or play both. I think that's great. And I don't think Vile Feast is an effect that's so busted that if they run six copies of Vile Feast, it's a problem. I don't think that, you know. I would agree with that as well. Yeah, nah, Unspeakable Horror. Cool. I, I like it. I think yeah. that that will definitely be a card that I experience. Nocturne, I'm going to play no matter what. Even if Nightfall's garbage, I'm playing Nocturne. Because he's so cool yeah. looking. Yeah, I, I still think people are sleeping on the Nightfall mechanic, even if some of the cards we've already looked at aren't very good. I think Nocturne is good. I think Unspeakable Horror is good. And I think that even some cards, like I, I even think the Doom Beast, is that if that's what it's called? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I think that might accurate. be playable just 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 purely based on the fact that it can do burst damage. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, so maybe and, and I think when we pair it with something else we're going to talk about, um, they might even just have a really perfect combination. So uh, but that's that's for just a minute 
from now. But this next card, I'm super hyped about, not for the obvious reasons. Well, tell us. Tell us what it is. All right. Stalking Shadows. That is a two-mana burst spell. Pick a follower from the top four cards of your deck. Draw it. Shuffle the rest into your deck. Then create an ephemeral copy in hand. Now, this is clearly intended, uh, I I think, for Mistwraiths. Um, but obviously mm. you could go and pull other creatures and just get extra bonus creatures, creatures that potentially have last gasp could be great. You can get a curse keeper, put ephemeral on it, uh, creatures sure. that, uh, you know, maybe have a really good wind summoned effect. But what I'm really excited for is one more way to play the old style, like fresh out of beta, uh, Legion Marauder cloning deck. <laughs> That's oh. what I want to do with this. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's really I what I want. I literally forgot that card existed. Yep, so did everyone. But it's one of my favorite uh, kind of meme decks is just cloning Legion Marauders and uh, uh, using them with uh, like the zero-cost... Uh, I think it's a zero-cost SI card that like clones a ephemeral copy in your hand. Yeah, faded memories. Pick a mm-hmm. follower, create an ephemeral mm-hmm. copy of it in your hand. Yeah, just like keep cloning it, keep summoning it, play Mist's Call to revive it. You know, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Scribe of Sorrows to get the copies back. And I think Stalking mm-hmm. Shadows is just one more tool in that toolbox. <laughs> the Legion Marauder toolbox. That's right. Hey, and it digs for them. That's really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This card gets a thumbs up for me. I really like it. Yeah, I like it as well. Works on a lot of levels. Uh, Jeff, you want to take us through the last two on this list? Do you have them pulled up? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, we have Shroud of Darkness, one mana, first spell. The next time you summon an ally this round, give it a plus one, plus zero, and spell shield this round. Um, and I see this as a nightfall proc. Um Absolutely pretty much uh yeah if you don't want to play zero cost you know warning shots or or what have you uh this is our our one cost do a thing play a card to play a card and then play your nightfall cards card um and, and i and i like it i hope i think this is probably going to make nightfall playable i don't think it's going to be a tier but I, I think it's going to help a little bit i think the effect's pretty meh but It'll at least give us something to do on with one mana. Well, spell shield for an aggro deck, which I think, like I'm thinking, this is an aggro deck. Spell shield's pretty relevant. That's true, and and attack too. We want to mm-hmm. we want a higher attack. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you pass turn one and you have attack token turn two, and you burst this shroud of darkness into the one mana two one fearsome. Uh, one mana, two one nightfall. Then you have a one mana five one with spell shield and fearsome, on turn two. Not too shabby. I mean that it that's really aggressive and will happen. Like will definitely happen. I I can yeah. see myself messing around with that. Like a one mana five one with spell shield and fearsome on turn two. Like I could definitely see myself messing around with that. Yeah, and I mean, unless we get more, like a bunch more 
uh, Nightfall cards, it's not going to only be that card. So, I mean, but but you can still put the Shroud of Darkness on something that you want to stick around, something that's pretty aggressive, uh, that you sure. don't want to get Vile Feasted or Mystic Shotted. I mean, that's still good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good yeah. with Nocturne. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's very good with Nocturne. Yeah. Cool. This is another like in between for me. It's not a big thumbs up, not a big thumbs down. Got to see it, but I this I'm more excited. I'm more excited about this as an activator for Nightfall than I am most of the Nightfall stuff. Yeah, I th- I do think it's it's a decent card. Uh, it's just a it's a enabler, you know. Um and that's we need those. We need those. So, cool. Hmm. Okay, l- mists. Yeah, you want to take us through the last one here, Jeff? Uh, yeah, uh, four mana, burst spell, Risen Mists, Summon a Mist Wraith. And the Mist Wraith is a uh, two mana, or sorry, yeah, two mana, two two with Fearsome, but it gains attack for each Mist Wraith has been call, uh, summoned or yeah. played, summoned, I guess, uh, in the game. So, uh, I mean, I think this is more... Like I said, uh, more Mistwraith support. I, I support it. I don't know how good it's going to be, but uh, I'm for it. Hopefully it's good. <laughs> I think that one of the important things here is that it's burst because that means yes. that if you've, if you've, you're like trying, you need to trade something, but you can you can throw like, oh, I got to throw my Mistwraith in front of this thing that you could burst this out, buff your Mistwraith you can almost use it as a combat trick because you could buff yeah. your Mist Wraith, get another Mist Wraith. It's increasing both of their attacks and then block with the one that you just bursted out. It's a four mana summon a Mist Wraith and it can be used as a combat trick. So it's pretty versatile. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, the the pure mana efficiency is not great. No. Uh, but I mean, the Mist Wraiths, uh, you know, if you get a wide board of Mist Wraiths, it's basically... Uh, I mean, it's very mana efficient if you can keep Mistwraiths alive. I, I think it's a really cool card. I mean, that mean, does mean you're going to have Wraith Caller and Mist, Risen Mists on four. I assume you're playing them together. You should be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this is a neat card. I don't know if it'll make Mistwraiths playable like top tier, but I think it'll make Mistwraiths more fun. So I'm all for it. Thumbs up from me yeah i i'm excited for this card and i know for a fact day one probably the first deck i'm making is a nocturne mist wraith fearsome deck mm-hmm. and i might even mess around with a little bit of the nightfall stuff but that's almost guaranteed right off the bat that's what i'm going to be playing because i love nocturne oh my goodness <laughs> love it it's such Dude, a cool Callista- deck I think Callista goes really well with Mistwraiths, like quite naturally. Absolutely, she does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love it. It's going to be an aggressive deck for sure. It could yeah. be like Spiders and Wraiths. I might play Spiders and Wraiths. Maybe not, but I might. Ugh. Hey, can't hurt to try. Yeah, I just got to decide what I'm going to splash in it. I'm mean, that's going to be hard to figure out. Um, DBN, are you con- are you good? Uh, you want me to take us through the last four? We're in the home stretch. Like Let's we're do almost it. Let's, done. Hey. Let's 
Let's knock these out of the park. Let's, these are going to be the best ones. Let's do these. Daybreak is the new keyword that's coming out. These are uh, all target cards, and they're clearly leading up to uh, Leona um, because they're all carrying her shield, like literally. Um, Daybreak is this. You get a bonus if it's the first card you play in a round, right? So Nightfall, if it's after the first card that you played. Daybreak, if it's the first card that you played. I personally like Daybreak more than I like Nightfall because it's less of a build around. You can just run some Daybreak stuff in your deck and you'll just get good stuff out of it so i really like daybreak and i'm very excited to mess around with it that's my that's my my hot take quick take on daybreak how about you guys it, it'll be interesting I, I like the uh it's always day for us text i i mean i think that's gonna make it a little bit more competitive for sure um, and also depends kind of what's our three and four costs look, look, look like for here. And of course, Leona, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow, Thursday. Yes. Yesterday. Yesterday, by the time this episode <laughs> yeah. comes out. This is not enough to judge an entire archetype by. And I think my reflex when I see everybody getting excited about something is to poop on it. Sure. Um, <laughs> because I'm just because I don't like strong opinions one way or the other w during reveal season, but that's what's fun for everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't get the hype with these specific cards. Actually, there's one that I do get the hype for and the rest I don't get the hype for. Um, okay. And I, I guess I just am looking at Daybreak being like, cool you're you don't open swing with these guys wait what yeah so if you're playing daybreak stuff um oh yeah you, you don't to get to, you don't oh, get to open swing. swing because a lot of these things have effects that only last for the round and those effects are going to be wasted if you open swing so you're forced yep. to slow down your tempo so yeah these might be very heavy you know up tempo stat blocks but you know you you do kind of give your opponent a chance to establish a defense too um, that's a good point i mean obviously like like nightfall obviously does that right i mean you have to get to your second card yeah daybreak those more effects, subtly does that Right, but but the knock the nightfall, not the nocturne cards. The nightfall cards do seem to not be like as temporary of effects. Um, although you do have that one, that's why that one mana guy, the Stygian, whatever, ought to have not this round. It ought to stick around. On yeah, it. yeah, it ought to stick mm -hmm. around. But like the Doom Beast, uh, smashes their face for two. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and uh, we don't need so to talk I, about the horse. The horse is the worst card ever. Yeah, the horse is dumb, but the point is, I, I do think Daybreak and and Nightfall could work together potentially. Although that's a pretty swingy, you know, tenuous oh, hand situation. But I also think that like Daybreak m may be just a little overrated. So let, we can get into these cards though. Yeah. Okay. Solar Solari Soldier. Is that the Solari yep. Solari Soldier? One mana, two two. Daybreaks. If it's the first card you played in a round, it gets a plus one plus one this round. So on round one, it is a one mana three three. Um, I think my first hot take on this was just like this is. A, they're pushing Targon, I feel like, in a control, a slightly board-centric control direction. 
and um, that makes sense with Tarek and uh, and Leona. And uh, I feel like this card is not so much like a one mana 3 3 aggression card. It's a one mana 3 3. I can block anything that you put down. You actually want this when your opponent has, when you're playing a slightly more control deck and your opponent has the attack option on turn one. Um, that's where I see this card really shining. Like it just completely stumps and slows down your opponent's turn one play that they want to snowball from the very beginning of the game. Hmm. That's my honest opinion of this. It's not necessarily the, it's not a bad aggressive tool. I mean, you're never going to be upset if you play a one man at three, three and hit the opponent in the face for three. Um, but this is out of them. I, this might be the one I'm more, I'm pretty excited about. I'm pretty excited about this card. I think it's good. That's an interesting point. Yeah. The strength of it as a defender, as opposed to an attacker. Um, yeah, I mean, think about how many times your opponent uh, plays a card. Like, it's their attack tone. They play a card. You think you want to drop something bigger, but you don't want to drop it before they attack because you don't want to get challenged. You don't want it to get... You want them to spend their mana before you spend your mana so that you can make sure it lives. Like, like Ash is the perfect example, right? Ash mm -hmm. is a, a pretty easy-to-kill card, but obviously you don't want to play it on like the first thing on their attack token because they'll they might play a challenger come get it they might give it vulnerable they might you know throw a, a spell at it instead you'd rather sit back and hold it and wait for them to expend their mana so you know it's safe so um you use like smaller creatures you drop an omen hawk to be a little blocker just an extra blocker this is a situation where this one mana three three ain't a little blocker yeah sure <laughs> so i think that that's a really really good point um, that I think a lot of people were looking at it like, I want to play this on turn one, smash face. And I'm like, that's cute, but it's going to lose that buff. And I, I don't think this is like, I saw a lot of people, you know, crying power creep. And I'm like, not at all. I mean, you've got the, the jagged butcher, uh, that yes. gets to keep it. <laughs> uh, and I mean, really Omen Hawk is still stupid strong. So like, you know, one drops are strong in this game. And I think if you come from a Tesla background or maybe even a, well, Hearthstone changed the way it did one drops after a while. But if you come from an old Hearthstone and a Tesla background, one drops were kind of bad. Um, oh, th that's not the case yeah. in Runeterra. No. no. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Jeff, what do you think about the, the this guy, the one mana tutu? Uh, he'll be he'll be good. He'll be played a lot. I think. Um, I don't know if he's the new Omenhawk. Maybe. Maybe I don't know, um, but yeah, I don't. I think he's of these four probably the most playable, uh, most most commonly going to be playable. I, I think yep. they're all have quite a bit of potential. It does depend on what's happening with the rest of uh, the daybreak cards. We'll see mm -hmm. that tomorrow. Yeah, yesterday. Ravon Daylight Spear, a five mana five five with daybreak. Create a random daybreak card in hand. And then it's always day for us, which I would imagine means you can keep playing daybreak cards and getting the daybreak bonus. Um, my I can't wait for the voice line. <laughs> oh yeah, always your fault. Oh yeah, they, they don't say that. If they don't say that, it would be dumb. It's a missed <laughs> opportunity. Listened, yeah, I haven't listened to the leaked voice lines yet, but that's my prediction. Yeah. It's like she, the 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 artwork is like a mech. It looks like a. It almost looks yeah. like Scizor from Pokemon. 
<laughs> reminds me of Scizor, the evolved form of Scyther. He's just got he's just so un like unreasonably large armor pieces. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. you're just like, how is he carrying that around? It almost looks cybernetic. Like it doesn't it doesn't look yeah. like classic fantasy. It almost it almost looks sci-fi. Like that pauldron, the pauldron on his shoulder is bigger than his helmet. Like by like three times, by three a or four lot. times. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it is. I mean, either he's got a really tiny head, or somebody went way overboard crafting his armor. Maybe he's just wearing a size a size bigger. He's gonna grow into it. I don't know. Gee, it's enormous. Uh, yeah. So I like this card. Um, basically because it's a five mana five five. So you're not giving up much. If you play it on turn five, you're going to add a card to your hand so it replaces itself, and then it has another bonus on top of that, allowing what other Daybreak cards that you do have to be able to be played so you can drop a couple on the following turn. Um, I personally, I I really like this card. I think it's very good. It's very fun, at least. And also, anything yeah. that creates a card in your hand is, is a good card. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Resource generation is strong pretty much no matter what resources it's generating. Yes. Especially when you don't have to do something to trigger it. Like daybreak is such an easy trigger. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's compared to like um, the the crimson um, curator. Crimson Curator is is a little hard to trigger, and he has such a small pool of cards to pull from, um, none of which are particularly potent. You know, so the Crimson Curator kind of falls by the wayside when it comes to the theory of anything that produces cards is a good card. But generally, I would argue that's because of the difficulty in triggering him. Something like this Daybreak card or that Nightfall card that we looked at er- or er- uh, earlier, the Unspeakable Horrors, like these these cards aren't hard to get the value out of them, um, and so the fact that it just it's so simple. Play it first, get another card, and then you get this amazing passive effect if you if you build the deck around it. Yeah, and if you don't build the deck around it, you're still you, you're still getting it for the next card in your hand. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got a daybreak card. I I think this card's good. I think I personally believe you're gonna see this as like a potentially like a five drop staple in Targon. I mean, yeah, in any deck that wants five drops, you you consider this. Mm-hmm. Kind of like kind of like a radiant guardian just not as good. Yeah, but less is required to make it work too. True. But the pay, I mean the payoff's not as good. I mean life's still tough is yeah. the best payoff. That's <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But I but I I think it's a similar style card where you consider it when you're building a deck if you want five drops i think you're totally right yeah jeff you you like this card don't like this card i do like this card yeah yeah i think it i think it's gonna be a good targeting targon card me too this next one the next one's the one i don't like sorry jeff did you have anything else to add to the the daylight that was it sun guard sun guardian uh six mana four three overwhelm Daybreak, get plus four, plus four. So if it's the first card you play on round six um, or at any round after that, it's going to be an eight, seven with Overwhelm for the turn. Um, it's epic. Uh, Jeff, you're first on this one. What do you think about Sun Guardian? Uh, they had to do give me for the balance reasons, but that's probably what I would not like about this. I I don't want to, I don't ever want to spend six mana to 
to get a four three. I mean, it <laughs> could be a finisher at best, but um, at the end of the day, if if you if it gets stunned, it's a four three. It's a six mana four three. So um, that that's what I think about this one. I don't like it as much. Yeah, I think this is not good. I, I think, agree. I it's think the downside is, re- is is very bad. It's not like, like okay, it's a six mana 4-3 with Overwhelm. That's bad. In this other card, like, even if you don't get Daybreak, it's a five mana 5-5, five five, which isn't great, but it's not bad. I think you're happy to generate this off of Ravan, Daylight Spear. Sure. Like, if you generate this off of the five drop, I think you're okay. Like, you're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. But but putting this in deck building feels really crummy and it's not a good six drop. There's so many better six drops across all factions. I mean, we don't have as much Targon, but I mean, mm-hmm. like we don't know what all is in Targon, but I would rather play like I could just rattle off six drops. It's just, yeah, I don't. Sun Guardian's not the way to do it. No. So there's a lot of six drop champions that are really good. You never yeah, play Sun but- Guardian. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I would rather play Scythria and play Demacia Targon. Scythria, Genevieve, Citrus Courier. I mean, I, I for the record, I like Citrus Courier a lot more than most people. Sure, uh, <laughs> sure. You're fond. You know. Okay, last yeah. card, the last card, and then we're going to do a quick closing because we have been recording for an Two hours and fifty minutes at this point. Um, Solari Shield Bearer, two mana, three two. Daybreak, give me plus zero plus four this round. So if you play this at the start of round two, it is a three six. It's a two mana, three two base. But if you play this at the first thing, it is a three six. This when is first. Go ahead, D- go ahead, DBN. Yeah, when I first saw this card, I for some reason I thought it was a three drop, and I hated it. Seeing it's a two drop, I'm a lot. I'm warming up to it quite a bit, um, because like, okay, th- there's two there's two parts of this. The first is it's a very resilient card on two, and the three attack means that it's going to trade into every other two drop on average. You know, I mean, most people don't run any two drops with four defense that I can think of off the top of my head. So like, very, it's going to trade in, and it's going to live. Like that's pretty big. Trades in and lives almost always because of the six. It's actually, I can't decide if you'd rather, I mean, you do want to play it on your attack token. So what this does, it gives you a really good one on your attack and a really good two on your attack token, but both can be used defensively. Solari Soldier, Solari Shield Bearer are both great. You don't mind curving them. You don't mind using them interchangeably on turn two. Um, The thing that I don't like about Solari Shield Bearer is that in the mid to late game, there's going to be competition for daybreak that is going to render this card uh, pretty pointless. You're going to be wanting to play pretty much any other daybreak after turn three or four than as opposed to this card. And then it becomes a three, two unless you have the five drop out. Sure. Um, and I, I don't think you should rely on that as a thing. So the shield bearer is a good card. I think, but I, I do wonder in a different way than the Solari Soldier, one mana to two mana. Um, I think I don't mind playing the Solari Soldier as a one mana two two blocker. I think I do mind having a two mana three two blank. 
um, in the mid to late game, as opposed to other two drops uh, that do a little bit more. I think it's, this is going to be great in an aggro to early mid range board centric deck. I think if you play any sort of more like spell based mid range or control, it just isn't going to make the cut. And I don't even think, I don't even know if it would make the cut in a board based mid range. If you can, if Targon has access to other two drops that do a little bit more, something like, uh, with resource extension or something with like, um, like Starlet Seer sort of vibes, you know, um, where it does more and it's theoretic. Like Ice Veil Archer is theoretically viable later in the game. Um, like your hired gun from Bilgewater is viable later in the game. Like those are the types of two drops I like to play in uh, mid range lists. Is ones Avarice and Sentry, Black Market Merchant gets you resources, Dreadway Deckhand buffs your removal. Um, you know, so this is great on two decent on three and for the rest of the game it feels probably a little underwhelming yeah that's probably fair jeff what do you think about the shield bear it's um yeah it's interesting on curve i i think dbn covered a lot of it uh i i think in general with these daybreak cards i was thinking what goes along with daybreak i'm guessing we're gonna see Probably Daybreak pairing with Demacia is my prediction. Um, I agree with that. I don't know what else it would be because I, I don't think it's PNZ or Bilgewater. Um, so that that's my prediction. And so I don't know if we're gonna get more Daybreak this set. I don't I don't know how likely that's gonna be to be honest. So um, I think that would be really dependent on what comes in the next two sets. If we get Daybreak this set, then it could be pretty strong in general. Yeah, so I originally thought, like, Leona will be Daybreak, but she almost can't be because then uh, the Daylight Spear would be able to create a Leona in your hand. Well... Leona may not have daybreak on the text, but it may support daybreak. Yeah, that's well, that's what yeah. I was saying. I was like, I'm assuming Leona's going oh, okay, to be a day yeah. have daybreak in the text, but then when I read Daylight Spear, I'm like, well, they almost can't put daybreak on Leona because then it could generate Leona for you. Um, and they're not going to want a random champion generator in such a small pool of cards. So I do think we're going to see a few more daybreak cards tomorrow, but I don't think we're going to see a ton more in this set. So I think, uh, so to what you said, um, yeah, and this is what Nameless King is saying as well. Uh, there's never going to be a, a card that is going to create a champion card uh, by random effects. Oh, yeah, that's actually uh, Nameless King in chat just said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think there are other, I'm blanking on the examples right now, but there's not going to be. So the same thing with uh, the Nocturne, like, Nocturne's not going to be created from the Nocturne's spell, for example. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense? So, yeah. so he can't be created from that, that particular spell. Um, right. I, I believe there are other examples in the game currently that it, it doesn't that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Sure. That makes so. way more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that does. So she <laughs> probably yeah. will be a daybreak, I would think. Or at least support it, yeah. Yeah, or at least support it. I agree. 
Cool. Okay, hey, that's everything, guys. We made it through every single card. We did it. We friggin' did it. Oh, you guys are champions. <laughs> Luckily, it's not no. outrageously late where you are, Jeff. <laughs> it's... Nope, it, it's bedtime for sure, though. But you, you guys, you guys got to go to bed super soon. Yeah, um, yeah. We got, we got to get out of here. But Jeff, first off, if someone wants to get, I mean, people know they've listened to the show, they know how to find TBN and I. But if someone wanted to get connected with you and what you're doing, content-wise, or, or just you know, reach out, how could they do that? Uh, it would probably be to join the Discord. Uh, I do troll Reddit a lot too, but it's you know you don't i don't know i guess you could pm people in on reddit but i don't think i'd expect that and anybody to do that but so probably <laughs> join join the legends cast discord uh i am there like you'll find me uh so that'd be what i would recommend uh if you want to uh check out our podcast i do a podcast with formula 408 who is also a member of the discord um we uh, are trying to get into a more regular schedule, but we had some hiccups recently, so we'll probably get back to it uh, pretty soon, um, barring any outrageous uh, crazy things happening. So, right. uh, yeah, please listen to our episodes. We, we talk about memes more than anything, mm -hmm. uh, which is really fun. And you guys are, you're the the off-meta off meta report, right? And uh, off Yes. Where can people find your show? Uh, we are on uh, Spotify, a lot of the different podcast um, um, channels, uh, Apple Apple Podcasts as well. So uh, I think there's a couple of places. I think maybe Stitcher is. We're not on Stitcher for whatever reason. I don't know what we need to do to, to get on there, but um, there's a couple weird situations. But Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you should probably – be able to get a get a hold of us that way. Awesome. Awesome. DBN, any closing things before we get out of here, man? Nope. Just glad to be doing it. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more. Uh, I guess will the set be out next week? Next week will be an interesting uh, an episode. Either anticipating or just having received the uh, the new stuff depending i guess on when we record so man i'm just really looking forward to it and thanks everyone of course for listening absolutely yeah you may uh you may get next week's episode a little bit late depending on when we get to record it and when we can edit it so just know that next week's episode may come out a little bit late with the release of the new set we'll see this will be the longest review episode that we do probably um because next time we'll probably just be talking a lot about the cards and in in what we've been playing um but that's gonna do it thank you guys so much for tuning in with us and listening to this episode join the discord go to patreon.com slash legendscast if you want to support the show we have amazing supporters over there who are our greatest encouragers and who are really, really awesome. So make sure you go over to Legends Cast, uh, go over and visit us over Patreon and, and consider being a supporter. Um, anything helps. So even a, a quarter an episode, a dime an episode, 40 cents mm -hmm. a month, whatever you, whatever you want to do helps. And it puts you in the drawing each month now to win a Legends Cast hat, which if you're watching the stream or the VOD, you can see that Jeff has it on right now and DBN has it in the background and I should have it in, but I don't have it on. So, uh, yeah, check us out, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, that's it for this episode. Be sure to come back again next week. 
Thanks for listening to Legends Cast. This episode was made possible by listeners like you. If you want to become a supporter of the show, visit patreon.com slash legendscast or leave a rating and review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts.